Juju here, Lanji here, Soy here, and, and we're, we're the co-hosts of the Her Revival podcast. We started this podcast while reflecting on the crazy journey of being a woman in her 20s, trying to conquer our careers, our finances, post-grad, and more. As we found some hardships putting it all together, we realized that things don't have to be so hard if we rely on each other. Her Revival is here to motivate, cultivate, and inspire women who are all looking to develop better relationships in all aspects of their lives. We're the sisters who can teach you all about it. Now let's get into the episode. And welcome back, Her Revival family. We are back and we are definitely coming harder this year. We're coming better this year. We are just ecstatic to be back with you all, especially in March. It is Women's History Month. Talk about it. It's our month. Y'all already know. Yes. It's all about the ladies and you guys already know that Her Revival is a platform that's all about holistic wellness for women, helping you revive and just conquer all of your goals. So we're just excited so much to be back with you. Um, We're going to do a quick check-in because it's been some time, you know, since you guys have heard from us. This is season three. We're bringing in a whole bunch of guests, a whole bunch of everything, but we want to let you know how we're doing first and foremost so since i'm talking i might as well just go Mm -hmm. what i'm excited about and i guess is a good time for me to share is that i have finally applied to law school lord this has been a long journey i can definitely say and you know i'm hoping you guys can you know put up your prayers for me you know manifest it do what you could do because fall 2021 shorty trying to be in school okay and that's one and that's all period (laughs) so that's the main thing that i wanted to share okay um so honestly i don't really have that much going on in life um (laughs) i feel like my whole entire life has been consumed by covid vaccines for the past month I can imagine. <laughs> um so that's just been like super overwhelming working hella overtime but you know it's all about that paper at the end of the day um and you know i still been traveling if y'all know me y'all know i love to travel i got i'm booked and busy until september so that that's really those are really my updates i got a bay a whole entire we're gonna say that for another time <laughs> we're gonna say that but I'm, I'm about to lose one but it's all right though <laughs> <laughs> hey but that's my update <laughs> y'all you know we crazy in here don't mind us and i do want to remind you all that when soy says she's traveling don't take that lightly this means that she travels like every single month and maybe twice in a month too she's prepared so, for the rest of 2021 lady. at this point literally i would say even till 2022 but uh we'll, we'll stay tuned for the updates when you see the quote catch flights and not feelings you see next to it soy, <laughs> soy her image is next door to that quote <laughs> You ain't never lie. <laughs> catch me, catch me on a flight tomorrow morning. 
Ew. I'm jealous. It's all right, though. I'm going to plan my next trip soon. Don't worry. So we competing over here. But regarding my check-in for the year, so I do want to say I'm very proud of myself. I set a couple of financial goals. And, you know, one of my goals this year was to actually move out by, like, six, seven months this year. And I actually saved up all of the money that I needed to to finally move out. So, you know, I'm going to pat myself on the shoulder, whatever the case is. You know? So to everybody who's listening, once again, like y'all already see what's going on over here. We're hoping that you all are actually thinking about different ways to set those goals for yourself. But before we even get to all of that, the real question is, do y'all even practice financial wellness? That's for everybody listening. But to my girls on this call, do you genuinely feel like you're effectively planning out your financial wellness? I would Mm. say that, you know, there's definitely some work to be done in that area. But I think it all starts with just educating myself on what all the categories of financial wellness are and just knowing exactly what does that mean you know that's right I definitely agree with Lanji like I think I have like very strong points as far as like my financial wellness and then like some things I'm like oh girl you gotta you gotta tighten up (laughs) that's right you know what I'm gonna just get started on it because you know Lanji made a good keyword So I'll go ahead and start by defining financial wellness. So financial wellness encompasses all of the different areas of your life financially. So this includes your personal savings plan, budgeting, retirement planning, credit and credit scores, tax planning, insurance covering, and more. But most of these topics we will be reviewing throughout our next few episodes. So make sure you ladies are tuning in for the specifics and that you're ready to learn. So stay tuned with us this season as we'll be dropping all of these on a bi-weekly basis. But for now, I think that, you know, we have some more to talk about this episode. So let's see what it's going to be. That's facts. Thanks, Juju, for sharing that. I think something important that we really should also include in financial wellness, though, is also like our emotions and like how we feel about financial wellness. So it's like, you know, you talked about like credit and credit scores. So it's like, you know, what does our debt look like? How is how is us being in debt making us feel like, you know, like really sometimes, you know, when you're dealing with finances, that could be overwhelming. So also paying attention to like how you're reacting to these sort of things. Um, but I do want to go ahead and get started with some financial wellness tips. So Juju already shared the different categories and we're going to get into that like in the future episodes as well. But let's just start off with some general tips. So the first thing that I got for y'all is a monthly budget, right? So this is like on a month to month basis. What are your what is your income? what are your expenses, right? And, you know, some people talk about, like, you know, you have your discretionary budget and, like, your indiscretionary budget. So it's, like, what are your fixed costs that you have on a monthly but on a monthly basis? And then you can start thinking about, like, okay, this month, like, I'm going to get some beauty products. So this month, like, I'm going to treat myself to the spa. So it's, like, you got to really look at your budget and see, like, decide what are the things that you, you can afford realistically, okay? The next thing is building an adequate reserve. So I know like most of y'all have really heard about, especially with this COVID pandemic and people getting laid off from work, like being able to afford rent past just the one month. So you should be able to build up at least three to six months worth of your rent or whatever your fixed cost that you have for the month. Like you should be able to have that in reserve in a special account or on the side. So if anything happens or if you have any type of emergency, you know, at least for the next three months, you're going to afford rent and you have a place to stay. 
Awesome. So not only are y'all going to create that monthly budget and start building an adequate reserve, you want to make sure that you are paying yourself first. So when that income is coming in, whether it's 10%, 20%, or if you have the coins to make it possible, even 50%, you want to put that into your savings account, a retirement plan, just thinking about the different ways to, you know, assist yourself. And I know sometimes it can be hard to pay yourself first if you don't have a stable income. So start off small. Don't overbear yourself with trying to put in 50% of your income if you know it's unrealistic. Mm -hmm. Even if it's only $5, that can grow over time. You can put it into, you know, some high interest savings accounts. You can use it towards some investments, but you want to start regardless of what your income is because that's how you develop good habits for yourself. And something that I just mentioned was also start saving for your retirement now. Now, I don't know too much about the Roth and the IRA and all <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Luckily, because I have a state job, I was actually, um, it's mandatory for me to start a retirement plan. And so for oh, me, I, I am only, yes, mandatory. Like once you have, once you make a certain salary, they make it mandatory for you as a state employee. I don't know if that's just Senate or if that's all across the board, but they was like, no, you put in some money into retirement period. <laughs> And I think that might be okay. because in the state of New York, pensions are not really a thing anymore. So they kind of force you into creating your own pension almost. Fun fact, fun fact. Just push y'all on. <laughs> so like I said, pay yourself first and start saving for retirement now. Get in early. That's facts. It's crazy because I think sometimes people try to oversave and then end up putting themselves like, in a sticky situation. So it's like, say like, right. you know, you're trying to put 50% of your, your paycheck into an account. And then next thing you know, two weeks later, you withdrawing money from your savings account because you don't got enough money. And it's interesting. Cause even like places like fidelity, um, and other like financial institutions, like they suggest like 20% is the, the it's supposed to be like 20% of your income that's going into savings. Like, and so it's like, sometimes I think people try to really save and, and get on this like kind of savings journey, but then don't account for it. And then they end up using their savings to pay for everyday life because they're overcompensating and not taking into consideration their actual income. Absolutely. And I'll just keep this list going. So for example, another thing that you should be worried about is getting the right type of insurance. So in a way this can be interrelated to like the different retirement plans, but most specifically, maybe you think you might actually want to take advantage of life insurance. So we're not going to get too preachy preachy on what life insurance entails this episode because we do want to have a financial advisor come on and tell you all a little bit more, but that just might be the type of insurance you think that you and your family might need. That's another financial wellness tip. Also, one of my favorite things to talk about is, you know, using your credit wisely, you know, I know we all want to have credit and, you know, we may not have the money up front all the time and you want to go swipe, swipe, swipe and Victoria's Secret Pink or wherever you want to go. But just remember that you always have to pay that back. Credit is not just a matter of giving free money. No, they want it back. And sometimes they want it with interest and where the interest comes when you pay that bill late. So you may even want to avoid that too, right? So please be mindful. Once again, use your credit wisely, use it sparingly. And another quick hack, if you know that you want to use a good amount of your credit, have them increase the credit line. That way you're never doing too much and always remember to spend within your means. 
sense, all right? So don't push it, but we will talk about that a lot more. Ultimately, remember, that credit ain't yours. It ain't yours. That's right. It ain't yours. <laughs> That's right. Which brings me into our final two tips that we have for you before we get into our activity that we want to share with you all today is to consult with a financial advisor. This is definitely something that's optional, but it's also highly recommended because oftentimes we want to rely on the internet. We want to rely on what we're seeing from other people posting potentially, but we need someone who is licensed, who is knowledgeable, and who has done the research in some of these areas to ensure that we're able to get our finances in the best possible way that we can. Having somebody who's going to assist you figure out you know, those goals that you set in the beginning of the year, how are you going to make them possible? So definitely, you know, check some people out, do some research that you need to do. But also, last but not least, not only do you need someone to help check you, but also maybe starting to check yourself through social media. In this era, we're definitely big, 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 big time consumers. And social media plays a really big role in that, you know, oftentimes. We're seeing different posts. You literally talk about an item and you open your phone and there it is looking at you. And, you know, it actually is a fact that over half of millennials say that they've made impulsive purchases based on the content that they saw on their social media feeds. Me. I'm not going to hold (laughs) y'all. That guilty laugh. That's me. Like, and you know, now it's even more convenient because they be having like the connection. You go on these websites and they have like a direct thing for Apple Pay. So it's like, you know, I'm on the go. I'm on the train commuting to work. I found something on Instagram. All I got to do is just click that little button on the side of my phone twice and Apple Pay, there it go. Like, mm, right there. Less than five minutes to make a little transaction happen. And everything is so quick. Like, it is really, really doing... It's making it even harder not to make those impulsive purchases because literally, like, if you have your Apple wallet or you have, like, PayPal, you just do a little face ID and it's paid for. Like, I don't got to type in numbers anymore. I don't have to remember my card number, to be honest. So there's just so many things that are, like, encouraging us, you know, to spend, 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 spend. And it's not a problem to treat yourself every once in a while. But you have to be mindful that when you're really considering like financial wellness, was that was that item really worth it in the end of the day? Like, how could you have possibly, you know, bought something that's going to give a return versus something that's just temporary? Mm-hmm. I'm a share, mm-hmm. And I'm going to share with y'all, like my mom used to watch this like financial wellness guru, whatever she claimed to be or whatever she is but her name was Susie Orman okay and I think I still think that she's out there with blogs and stuff like that but she always used to say on this show and this always used to stick with me is it a need or a want and sometimes honestly I be confusing the difference between a need and a want (laughs) y'all it's a little hard sometimes sometimes I be like oh I really want this and then somehow I try to justify the fact that it's a need but honestly even with social media purchases and clicking on those links and clicking on those ads like some the one deferral thing that I do is I screenshot it because I know it's gonna get lost in the screenshots and I'm just never mm-hmm. gonna come back to it so sometimes I'll screenshot and be like okay I'm gonna save it for later when I can actually sit down mm-hmm. and digest like if I'm actually gonna get it like if I can actually sit down and discuss with myself if it's a need or a want like it'll actually deter the process. So that's been like my little 
defense mechanism against these little links um because i am an impulsive shopper and if i see something i like i will buy it right then and there if i have the money to do so but i've just been like screenshotting it so i could see the url and i could see the link and like search the product later so if i really really want it and really really need it at the end of the day like i will come back to it and like assess if that's something that i can actually purchase in that moment yeah yes it's great that you have found a way to like check yourself as well and you know really just you know, find a way to hold yourself accountable and a way that's really going to work too. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I do want to say though, I want y'all to really reflect on these tips that we done shared with y'all and hopefully y'all can implement some of these things into your daily habits and your monthly habits. But I do want to get started with the activity that we have for y'all today. I'm really excited about it. Let's do it. (laughs) If you haven't already been taking notes, and you don't have a pen and paper out right now, you know, go get that. You can hit pause, you know, pause, rewind. You could pause this right now and come back and get once you have your pen and your paper ready. Um, so for the activity that we have for you today, it's just bringing awareness into your financial situations and where you're at financially at the at this moment. Um, so what we want you to do is look at all of your finances and all of the aspects that we listed earlier today in the episode. So when Juju was going over these different aspects, like your credit, like your monthly budget, um, your life insurance, your investments, et cetera. Like, so just look holistically. We want you to just take a moment and look at what your your finances are looking like. Um, If you need to write it down, you know, if you need to pause. um, But what does it look like when you become aware of what you and like, how are you going to become aware of like what you need to do differently? So. If you're if you're writing down now what your budget is and you're and you're not happy with your budget or you wish that you had more to spend or if you need to save more like what are you going to do differently and like how can you change what your finances are looking like in this moment. And then we're talking about education now, right? So there's a couple of things that you need to be mindful of when it comes to just being educated financially. So the first thing is you've already identified what kind of changes you need to make. So now do some research on how exactly you will actually implement that change. So if you didn't pause this, pause it now, because I want you to make sure you identify those changes. That's number one. Now, the second part is, think about, do you need to set up an auto-saving, revisit maybe your benefits packet at work, and or maybe you might want to cut down spending on some of those wants. Remember what Soy said. Yo, is it a want or is it a need? Okay. So maybe you might really want to be mindful. You feel me? Don't be so be cautious. Don't be listening to that little devil on your shoulder. I'm telling y'all. <laughs> you want to fight that off. So with that, the last part of this activity is to make a change. Once you become aware of what you have been doing, you get educated on how to change it. The last thing that you have to do is change it. You know, oftentimes I think we create plans and we want to be productive, but the one thing that we don't do is actually do the work. We create the plan, we write it down, we say everything that we need to do to get there, and then we're stuck. We don't actually get there. So now that you've set that groundwork for change, it is time to make it be the change that you want to see in the world and your own life is how you start with that, okay? Yes. Once you get educated, that means you also educate other people. Okay. <laughs> well, that is the hope. Some people be stingy with their information. I'm not gonna hope. Listen, we don't we don't like those. 
But also while you're changing, you know, make sure what you're doing is you're checking in with yourself, checking in with your financial advisor, because you want to be able to just monitor your progress and continue to see how you're doing so that things can continue to look up. And this is ultimately what financial wellness is about, being able to be aware, educate yourself, and make a change. Ooh, go ahead, Pastor. We love it. <laughs> But once again, y'all, leave it to us. We'll be here talking all day. Honestly, wellness is something that we care about, especially all different facets of it. But I think this was a good episode, right? We got to check in. We got to define financial wellness just to give you all the reminder and some exposure to creating some new goals for the year. We talked about the different tips, you know, for implementing financial wellness. And we even had the chance to do an activity with y'all. And we do plan on making this recurring because we always want to make sure that when you all listen to an episode, you do the work, right? Like, is it me? Or sometimes we hear these things and like Langie said, we're not executing. Why? Like, we need to do that. <laughs> exactly. So with that being said, everybody, we do want to thank you all so much for listening. To my sisters, any final words for everybody listening right now? Honestly, I'm going to just be, y'all going to hear my voice. Is it a me or, or is it a one? Okay. okay. <laughs> if y'all need to play that back, y'all can play that back when y'all trying to do these little impulsive, impulsive things. But honestly, I would just say, like, I know it's something that not that doesn't happen overnight. Like, obviously, like, your budget can change. Um, and even, like, your finances can, can change, especially in, like, the what we're experiencing now. Like, a lot of people have, things that are happening things that are not happening it's kind of like all wishy-washy right now and like some people don't really have secure jobs um but i think like you can it's not just a one-time thing i think if you have like a financial situation that's currently changing like just make the time to always reassess and like re-budget and do these things like if you need to budget monthly or you know what whatever it is like just take the time to actually like focus on your finances because it is important and I just want to remind everyone to do what works for you. Mm. You know, ultimately, everybody's process is going to be different. Everybody's pathway is going to be different. So don't allow what other people's financial goals look like to have influence on what you're doing. Focus on what makes you happy and how far you can go within your personal means. Because ultimately, it's your own journey and your journey is not going to be like that of anyone else. That's right. Thanks for the inspo, girls. And then just one last announcement. We do have some great news, everybody. So we really want to get you all even more involved with Her Revival. So we are starting something new. It's actually going to be called the Hey Sis Stories. Hey Sis. Hey Sis. So whenever you all wanted to submit this, and I'm going to give some more detail, just remember like, hey sis, and then give your testimonies. But we're going to just explain. So basically the goal is we want to actually feature you all in our episodes, right? So as you know, this season is about, you know, financial wellness. And then we're going to get into the other ones. But in particular, we kind of want to hear you all submit some questions or some commentary to our social media or to our email at her.revival19 at gmail.com. You all have that email. We're saying it instead of posting it. So we hope you're listening. That way we know you're really tuned in. And we want to hear from you so that we can also include you in our conversations. We want to reference you. We want to bring light to your curiosity. All right, you all? So once again, for the Hayes stories, submit those questions, commentary, anything. All right, you all? So with that being said, we're going to wrap it up. And you already know we love you all, all right? Once again, live, laugh, love from the Her Revival fam. See you, ladies.
Later. Later.